Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome, welcome to the second episode of the rebooted So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen. Sitting next to me, as always, is Justin Winters, who just happens to be downing a full glass of sangria and also pretending to fillet his microphone. Or maybe not. I gotta look. You're supposed to put it up closer to your face. It's up pretty close to my face. Okay. I feel I feel pretty good about my microphone I was just position. making sure my mouth is close. Okay. Important distinction. That's what happens when you drink sangria. Also, that's what she said. I wasn't filleting it. I just wanted to make sure it was close enough to my mouth. What? This shows where your brain is at. We are off to a good start, kids. <laughs> <laughs> if this is your first time to the podcast rodeo, I'm sorry in advance. If it's not, you know exactly how this works. Justin and I have watched two movies for y'all this time, uh, both of which... I have never seen. I want a reverb for that. The thing, though, about the first movie is that I haven't seen pretty much any other movie in the franchise either. Which one are we talking about? Star Wars, because The Last Starfighter is not a franchise. Damn well should be. But wait, what? Yeah, that happened. You haven't seen anything? Then you lied. No, I didn't lie. I've seen... You should go to Star Wars jail. Uh, well, if that existed, I'd consider what? going there. No, you said like, I've seen 30, Pieces? 40%. Yeah, of each movie. Who does that? Well, here's how it works. I fall asleep a lot. You may have noticed, and you get mad at me when that happens. So... Well, that's only because our podcast is about watching movies. And apparently sleeping through them. Welcome to our podcast about sleeping through <laughs> movies. We're going to talk about only 30% of the movies because that's the only part that we still, <laughs> we were awake during. Whatever. So my mom was a big Star Wars fan when I was a kid, but she never actually had me sit down and watch any of the films. She just kind of regaled me with the basic storylines of them. But when I got to high school is when they rebooted and they did the newer episodes. So I went to... Deep dive into Chrissy's high school years. Hello. You know what? It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, I mean, what I was going to say is I went gist, to the theater. You get the gist of it. I went to the theater for those movies with my friends. But, but I fell asleep. texting during it. No. You fell asleep? I fell asleep. As a teenager? Yes. How? <laughs> I think I've discovered, by the way... A causation relationship. I'm worried about your brain. No. I think you need some kind of, you know, experimental brain study to figure out what happens when you're watching a movie. By the way, and I will put this up as evidence that Chrissy kept falling asleep during Force Awakens. Oh, boy. And she fell asleep <laughs> during the, the most important part of the movie. But the I'd climax. already seen the part that you're talking about. <laughs> I'd seen that so part. So I took a picture of like... Because you kept saying, I'm not asleep. Anyway, <laughs> Force Awakens, episode seven, J.J. Abrams. Yes. Um, what do you think? So. I've got notes. I- I'm glad you do. 
Sangria Star Wars. Sangria Star Wars. That's the best kind of Star Wars. I'm not going to lie. So, again, and I only prefaced how I hadn't really seen the other films as, as a way of saying I am essentially a Star Wars novice. Do you know the gist? Yeah, sure I know the gist. This is a reboot. So, you, you basically, as long as you know the gist, you know the, the main characters. Which is helpful. But here's a problem. This takes place, obviously, you know, 30 years after the fact, but after Return of the Jedi, which out of all of the Star Wars movies is probably the one I'm the least familiar with. Like, I don't really know what happens in that movie. So I think there were times where they were referencing something that had happened, and I'm like, I don't know why the Millennium Falcon is on this planet, and they've been looking for it, apparently, and it got traded to, like, three different people. But okay. You're shaking your head like that's inconsequential. I don't know. So did it affect your enjoyment of the film? (sighs) No. It didn't affect my enjoyment. Stop beating around the fucking bush, Chrissy. I'm not beating around the bush. What do you think? I am the bush. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, I am thinking in terms of J.J. Abrams' joints, I preferred Star Trek. Joints? Yeah. I preferred Trek. Drek. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I preferred Trek to Wars. All right. Let me venture a guess to why. Ooh. uh Uh-oh. I think I know where this is going. (laughs) Chris yes. Pine. <laughs> Chris Pine's dreamy eyes. <laughs> no, no, no. That was only a part of it. But his space package. His space package. I, you know, he's a relatively small. So Oscar Isaac doesn't do anything for you. Oscar Isaac's great, but not on my radar. Harrison Ford is too old. I've never been into Harrison Ford. Um. Ray was pretty. I'll go for Ray. <laughs> there you go. And the other Chris guys Pine. were okay. Yeah, Chris Pine. No, Chris Pine is not the sole reason I preferred Trek to Wars. Okay, go ahead. Explain. I'm going there. Uh, I missed all the lens flares. Where are the lens flares? You just shut your mouth. I know. I'm just teasing you. I don't care about the lens flares. Okay, so for Wars, they are, I feel, uh, for this one, they were really catering to... Everybody. I don't know how to put this other than say that they were trying to please everybody. Let's please. How dare they? <laughs> how dare they try to reach the, the the widest possible audience? Well, hold on. You're you're misinterpreting my they tried to please everybody as it being a bad review. I actually am not giving it a bad review. I'm just saying I preferred Trek. So Or they tried to please no one. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hold on, let me get it out. So with this particular one, Star Wars. They are trying to cater to everybody all at once. Those who obviously are not familiar with it, and this is the reboot, and the huge effing fan base that it currently sits on, like a pile of gold and ducktails. And I feel like they probably... Golden ducktails. Yeah. Okay. I feel like, Scrooge, I feel like they probably did a better job... um, catering to the Star Wars loyal elite as opposed to the newbies on the block who don't quite understand the whole franchise. Whereas with Star Trek, I know absolutely nothing, zilch zero about Star Trek going into that film, and I didn't have to know anything to fully appreciate it, fully enjoy it, understand, because it seemed like more of an origin story anyway. Um, This one, 
built on pre-existing themes. And I feel like there were certain nods and winks to things I didn't understand, which was fine. And I get it. They I mean, that's understandable. Base. This one was like, you know, right. a continuation of that's a what story I'm and not a total reboot. That's exactly what I'm saying. So it's, I'm not saying so that. you were pissed off that you. No, people I'm not knew pissed stuff. off. Oh, you just didn't, you preferred to. That's exactly what I've been trying to say this whole time. I preferred Trek to Wars. Well, because you kept interrupting me and kept trying to get me to pre-explain myself when I would have gotten it out in like two sentences had you not kept ribbing me. Sorry. You should be. Go ahead. Drink more sangria. So, if you want to like rewind and take back the last four minutes of your life, I totally understand. However, not you, the viewers. Listeners, what are you? The people, the seven people listening. It's not a bad film whatsoever. It's really well shot. I feel like it was fun as, as an audience member that you're taking on a ride. It's, it's a good movie. It's just not in my wheelhouse. I appreciated having Carrie Fisher back. I thought she had great chemistry with Harrison Ford. It's a shame that their son, I'm sorry for the spoilers, is batshit crazy. <laughs> Like, who saw that coming? Oh, this guy's crazy. But all I could think of the whole time when Kylo Ren was on screen, the entire time, was only one of two things. One, his character and girls, and two, the Saturday Night Live undercover boss sketch. That's all I could think of the entire time. So for me, it was almost a little farcical because I couldn't ever buy in completely to him being Kylo Ren. What? Why are you just looking at me like I am from a? I'm from whatever that planet was, Jakor. Jakku. Letting you get all your Jakku. Your views out. Get them out. <laughs> so why did you think Kylo Ren was so angry? And that's the part I couldn't quite deduce. <laughs> I don't know why he was so angry, other than that he had this mental shrine built up to his grandpa. Yeah. But beyond he had that. beautiful head of hair. Yes, he does. Like feathered, like. He's got. Flowing. He's got a beautiful baritone bass voice. Yes. Yes. He's got a cool ass lightsaber. Yeah, he does. He's got he's, pouty lips. He's, he's, he's got a brooding look to him. Like, it's great. He's got, a, I mean, the mask. Coolness level. It's up there. He's it could the be son worse. of a princess slash general. But he changed his name. Why? Wait, he changed his name? Well, he goes by Kylo Ren instead of Ben Solo. So I'm saying, what happened? What happened? I don't know. And I think that I wish I would have known. That that probably would have helped me enjoy like and understand see him, him better. On like one of those uh, therapy shows on VH1, like talking with... <laughs> Dr. Drew or Dr. Jin, you know? That would be so amazing. He's just sitting there flanked by them on either side. But he can't anymore because guess what? I was awake for the climax of the film. (laughs) No, you weren't. Yes, I was. I've I've seen it before. Okay. What Justin doesn't seem to remember, you guys, is that I saw about 30 minutes of this film, maybe 40, um, shortly after it came out. I didn't get to see the whole thing, but... I slipped into the movie theater like a bad kid and I was like, ooh, what's this? And I sat and I was like, this God. is go. The movie police are coming for me. The movie police are coming for me. All right. So let's register this really quick. Yeah. Pluses and minuses. Okay. Pluses. Go. Uh, exciting. Good adventure film. 
I liked the special effects. I really like having. <laughs> this sounds like somebody that could re- that's like reviewing book report. It's like a book report. <laughs> like I, you didn't I read the book, and you're like, <laughs> there were lots of words. You know, the, the type was not too big and not too small. <laughs> you know, I like the characters. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right. God help me. You put me on the spot. I um for me those themes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for me, if I'm being real, the the things that I didn't I, sleep through all of it. No, stop it! I didn't sleep through all of it. Just See, Kylo it. Ren was actually my favorite character in the movie because I think he was the most interesting. Like you know, he wasn't a straightforward. He wasn't. He wasn't his grandpa, right? Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. He wasn't um, the other bad guys. He was different than his. Like it seemed like his new boss or his Miyagi. This that, okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Supreme Leader Snoke Pause. hologram, Snoke. dude. Okay, so this is my problem. I'm so glad Who you, you thought him up. was Voldemort from I Harry did. Potter. I totally thought it was, I was Voldemort. Like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> the, the ultimate crossover. It's like, why oh is, man, why we're is all about universes shall now. Not be named in here what now? if Harry Potter was in space? Oh, Harry Potter in space. I'm on board. <gasps> this is kind of what that could have been. But hey, you missed the boat, J.J. Abrams. We Here's make, my thing. We can make this happen. I, we should be able to make that happen. Yeah, just give us that IP. Harry Potter in space. I'm so excited about going to Harry Potter land, by the way. <laughs> no, you are. You're obsessed. Like, I'm drinking the sangria, and I'm just thinking about myself. You're like imagining yourself abandoning your family so you could ride all the rides at Harry Potter land. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. See you in like whatever town is for the kiddos. I'll be over here. Uh, I like Kylo Ren as a character. I am not... Throwing shade or saying like, eh, that character wasn't sussed out for me. I like the character. Adam Driver in the role, I could not stop thinking of either Girls or Saturday Night Live. So I you're probably... You're supposed to block that shit out. That's just, and that's a personal problem. Like if I had a few more viewings of it, maybe I'd be you able to get over You don't even watch it. Girls. Like you just watch it vicariously through me. No, but I watched the whole first season with you. Okay. He's good in Girls. I know. I loved him in Girls. That first season, she, he was the reason I watched in that show too. Like you know, at the beginning, you're like, "Oh, what a fuck!" Sorry. He's weird. Sorry. He's and weird. wonderful. He's weird and quirky yes. and complicated yes. and emotional. But weird and wonderful are his two hallmarks of of his character in Girls. So, like every time he got all insolent, he would take off his helmet in this movie and it would make this big gush sound. Like you take it off, I'd be like, "Please tell me he's going to deliver some sort of ridiculously weird one liner right now." So we have a three-year-old daughter who is moderately obsessed with Star Wars. Because of you, yes. Has not seen... No, because of our dog. Her dog got got her into Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um, has not seen a movie. Has seen the Lego Star Wars on Disney XD or whatever. Has seen several episodes of Star Wars Rebels. Knows about the characters of Star Wars. Um, but she wanted to see this movie. <laughs> My number one reason, <laughs> and I explained to this to you when we first saw it, I'm like, they murder a whole village like in the first like five minutes. Yeah, when he turns, he's like, it's all downhill them. from there. Yeah, like, he's like, just kill them. You're just, you're just constantly trying to explain, you know. I remember looking at you. I was like, what the, what the actual f? Like, this we, we're five minutes in. We're five minutes in, and they've just murdered an entire village. I know. I was like, well. Yeah, and you're like, this is why Brooklyn can't watch it. So plus, Kylo Ren. Plus for you, uh, what did you think of uh, Daisy Ridley, the new girl? Ray? 
Yes. I enjoyed having an empowered woman, obviously. There you go. Gotta take it there. Go on your feminist rant. Oh, please go ahead. Be this guy from this from that that link that you sent. Justin sent me a text message link earlier today, which we send each other funny links and things like that all the time. But, but usually we say, "Why like, does she got to be a girl?" Oh boy, here he goes. He's in character. So we usually say like a couple of words to each other to at least let us know what we're looking at. He said nothing. It was just like Rick could be a boy's name. Yes, it could. Why is he got to be a girl? Oh, he's not. It's a she. <laughs> but this link that he sent me uh, was this diatribe against having empowered women in movies. So it was like an open letter against Ray, against Katniss, against um, uh, some what's her face in Thunder Road? Furiosa. Furiosa. Basically, anybody who is awesome and a warrior, but also happens to have a vagina. And he badass was like, bitches. Yeah, all the badass bitches. And he was basically like, hey, badass bitches, like, I see you doing your thing and you be badass bitches. And, you know, I get it, but, but I don't get it. You know why? Because you're not godly and you are the weaker sex and that's how God created you to be. And you better go and be the weaker sex so we can all come and rescue you. Because if I can't rescue you, I have no worth or position in my life. That was his whole hypothesis. Burn. So, um, I'm still mad about it. Have you ever heard the term Mary Sue? Mm, like the name. So, Hi, my name is Mary Sue. <laughs> I had never heard this before, but there's this huge controversy online based on this whole uh, idea of a character being what they call a Mary Sue, which is basically a a female character who is like exceedingly perfect in every way. Like a Mary Poppins? Practically perfect in every way. (laughs) Um, is Mary Poppins a Mary Sue? I don't know, but she's practically perfect. So here's day. so here's what Wikipedia uh, defines uh, Mary Sue. I love that you have notes on this. Uh, Mary Sue for female characters, and if it's a male character, a Gary Stew or Marty is that Marty Stew? Can you read? Is an idealized and seemingly perfect fictional character, a young or low rank person who saves the day through unrealistic abilities. Other this character is recognized often this character is recognized as an author insert or wish fulfillment. Ah. So there's this whole controversy or it's, it's, it's even hard to contro- you know, define controversy nowadays, but like people were pissed off mm-hmm. and just wanted to voice their opinion that they thought that Daisy, the character of Rin, was a Mary Sue in this movie. I see. Like she struggled zero. She was awesome at everything, bad at nothing. I mean, she's kind of the Buffy of the of the movie. Oh come on, Buffy! Don't act like Buffy didn't struggle. Buffy suffered quite a bit. If you, <laughs> yeah. Did you not see no the body suffering. episode? Oh, like, I can't. Like at the beginning of the movie, she's like, "Hey." Yeah, I'll fly the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah, here's this lightsaber. I'm awesome with it. Like, let's play solitaire. I'm done. That kind of person. (laughs) True. 
All so, true. So, so A, I guess you've never heard of Mary Sue. No, I haven't. B, do you find it funny that people are even talking about this at all and thinking this? I guess this is just a lot of dudes. Just a lot of dudes with a lot of free time on their hands. Yeah, it is. Uh, here's the deal. There's a grain of truth to what they say. In that, sure, she was very good at most. And things. again, I hadn't ever heard of Mary Sue before this, and so I don't know how much of this is controversy with other characters. Well, I hadn't but, heard that term that you just so eloquently educated us on. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, but i I have heard of wish fulfillment characters in either books or movies or even TV. Uh, it's a long-term thing. But do I think she's a form of kind of like wish fulfillment? Maybe. Maybe a little bit. I'm kind of okay with it, though. Yeah? Yeah. Because, yeah, okay, so she happens to be able to basically tackle anybody she wants, and, like, she just kicks ass at most things. And... Were you like, come on, struggle. Like, no, but str- here's my thing. Like, I feel like if we're to say Give that... her some force anxiety or... Sure. Give, you know, for, Force anxiety. <laughs> Like she gets, I mean, I would. She, I would love to. I just have horse anxiety. But I can't accept that lightsaber because I'm on my period. Oh boy. So if we are to say that she has She didn't even get her period the whole movie. Apparently not. You she know, is invincible. Well, did we follow her for twenty eight days? Mary Sue. I'm telling you. Every time I hear people talk about Mary Sue, I'm like, you talking about Curly Sue? Yeah, like, Curly Sue. Cur- Curly Sue, yeah. like... She's kicking ass on The Voice. She's Woo-woo. kind of an a-hole in that movie, you know. She was kind of mean, Jim Belushi and all, but... But you know what? You didn't even watch that movie, Allison Porter is kicking ass on The Voice. Please vote for her, by the way. You should. It's amazing that she's, she's on The Voice now. She's basically the bomb.com. Anyway. Little mamas. Anyway. Mary Sue. <laughs> so Mary Sue. doesn't bother you. So, well, here's... Mary Sue, it doesn't... Like I said, it, the reason it doesn't bother me, though, is because if we're to say that about her character in this movie, we could probably ascribe some of that to pretty much anybody. I mean, because she has a limited amount of struggle. She struggles to feed herself, basically. Like, everything she finds, she has to work really hard for scrap metal and sell it. At one scavenge. point, it seems like she's the worst shot with a blaster oh, in the universe. Oh, a terrible shot. Like, even you brought that up. I did. I was like, why is she such a terrible shot? But if we're to say that, then maybe Poe is a Mary Sue because he's pretty great at everything, too. And the only thing that happens is that he goes missing for a super long time. And he says, oh, I woke up. Like a long time later, he didn't say I was taken prisoner. I was like hostage. He just goes, you know, I got yeah, thrown. He was taken and then prisoner. Like it seemed, if it would have been Re- like Ray, she would have pulled like her Jedi mind trick. Right, thing. but if we're talking about a lack of struggle and seemingly being good at shit, we could say the same thing. Like I said about Paul, maybe not so much about Finn because he struggled quite a bit. So if it was, so if you wanted Desert Island, yeah, and. This is the. That sounds like a vacation, by the way. Please, can I go to a desert island? And you were like, you had to choose between hanging out with Ray, Finn, or Poe. Like he's like the Blue Lagoon, yeah, basically. Uh huh. Who who would you pick to be your uh, Blue Lagoon mate out of those three? That's a really tough choice. Probably not Ray. I just, I like her a lot. I respect her. I don't think that she and I would mesh well. <laughs> In the nether regions? No. 
Trust me when I tell you it's the last thing in my mind. I think I would annoy her after a while, to be honest. I, I'm not self unaware. You pick Poe. I mean, let, let's just let's just get to the chase. I would pick Poe. <laughs> <laughs> I like Finn too. Guy's funny. Mm-hmm, but he's, I like Poe. You know, he probably knows how to dance. I bet you Oscar Isaac and uh, X. You know what was that other movie saw him in? Ex Machina. X. Oh, Ex Machina. Yeah, he, that was a good he's movie. A good dancer. Uh, yeah, I'd pick him. Okay. And you? Uh, I pick Ray. Because she has a vagina. <laughs> because she has a vagina. <laughs> oh my god! And she's good at everything. I I can't believe you didn't bring that up. Wowzers! What? So then, what happens when she's really good if, at everything? If I'm stuck on a desert island, yeah. I want a Mary Sue with me because <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at you know approximately. 30 to 40% of the things. But this is the, th- that's exactly. I want someone that's good at 100% of the things. That's exactly why I didn't choose her. Too, like if I'm going to be on Naked and Afraid with someone, you know, your your expert level can be eight or nine. I can be in the twos. That's fine. I just need somebody to. No, but that's a problem. To, to carry because me Because the along. eight or nine is go- going to resent you and, and eventually be mad at you and maybe even sabotage you this, because this you are dead weight This is days of our lives. This is our No, on Naked and Afraid, that sort of crap happens now. all the time. They're like. I'm a seven. She's a four. She's not pulling her weight. No, but I won't be an asshole about it. I'll just be like, look, I'm, I'm a two, <laughs> oh, but I won't give up. <laughs> just tell me what to do. She'd be so mad at you. Like day four, she'd be like, Ray, somebody throw him in the water. You just got to like, I don't know what kind of accent that was. Anyway. So, okay. So, so pluses were Kylo Ren, Ray, yeah. Finn, Finn. Yes. A redeeming character. I liked him a lot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, to think that he was... The character, the actor's performance. I I appreciated his his, uh, arc. Because if, if he come he comes from the village that basically everyone's like being massacred, right? And then gets put through this... He's a turncoat. Yeah, I know. And he gets put through this uh, brainwashing and and... Clearly didn't take, but he covered his tracks really well. And then this was his first quote unquote infraction. You know, he just kind of comes right out and is like, all right, sabotage. Let's put ourselves in his shoes. He, he was probably just like us where he's like, they just murdered someone in like a whole village in the first right. five minutes. But you have to go balls out to to be a turncoat against Kylo Ren. True. You really do. I wonder like what was Finn doing up until now? Like he was like. It's like a rocky training montage of him getting ready for his first. <laughs> just getting ready for my moment. Stormtrooper, and like, let's make this happen. You know, right? He's got to have some PTSD, though. I feel like as soon as this movie is over, he's he's like, I don't even, ha- I don't even have a office. name. I just got letters and numbers. Like, it makes it very complicated to communicate with my friends. Basically, like, how did that happen? I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> None. By the way, can we, can we talk about? Um, he who shall not be named for a second. Finn? No. We weren't done with Finn. Well, I feel like I'm done with Finn. <laughs> You're done with Finn? I am. I'm done with Finn. Wow. He's on the the, 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 the bottom of the totem pole in terms of uh, Desert Island. No, I, I liked him. I appreciated him. I just didn't spend the, a lot like of time the third on or four, him. I don't know. This is like the third time I saw it. I was... Um, the, char- the the actor that played him, I was like, he's really 
he seems like overly enthusiastic with his acting. <laughs> I'm in Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's like if, if I was in the movie, but I'm not as good of an actor of him, I would just like totally oversell it. Like, yeah, I'm a stormtrooper now. Like get with it. Like <laughs> it's like that one scene where he she's like, Are you with the resistance? He's like, Yes. I am with the resistance. It's like that carried on through the whole movie where I'm like, I like him the role. He's very super enthusiastic, but he's you know, very also super re- enthusiastic that he's in a George Lucas movie. I mean, nope. George Lucas didn't do this one. <gasps> JJ Abrams. Abrams. You're right. No wonder it was How better. Said the girl who hasn't seen all the other movies. You said you saw the prequels. You're such a liar. I said, said the girl who hasn't seen all the other movies. I was very, very trepidatious about watching this movie for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of build up, a lot of anxiety, uh, you know, a deep, a, a, a deep Star Wars depression for a while. I was like, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. It's going to be the prequels again. Watched the trailer about thirty times with our daughter. You know um, what I think helped it. Compared wouldn't see to it by speaking? myself because you wouldn't see it for me with with me in the theater for the first time. It's not that I wouldn't see it with you. We have two kids, and babysitting is a logistical nightmare. Oh, excuses. However, do you know what I say? This had going for I think really thanks to J.J. Abrams. Unlike the prequels, particularly, the prequels were so dark most of the time. I feel like there were, <laughs> from what I saw, from what I saw. I love when people like exp- you know. <laughs> Like, From what I okay, saw. Okay, so I didn't see the prequels, but they were so dark. Maybe that's why I fell asleep, because I was like, why is this so dark? I can't. Dark in theme? Dark in... Both, in color and in theme. No. But minus the pod race, that wasn't very dark. <laughs> the rest of it was pretty dark. Um, and this one had a sense of humor to it. There were jokes. Speaking of desert islands. Oh, we're back to that. Yeah. Remember the movie Castaway? Yes. Wilson. Yes. Love Wilson. If I'm going to have a droid with me, yes. not only do I want it to be super fun to hang out with, like very enthusiastic, apparently has a flick, uh, like a big lighter that can just, you know, be ha- there. hang out at will. I want to be able to throw my droid at someone if they're coming at me, like about to kill me. And that's BB-8. Like I can totally like dodgeball him at some someone's face. And you're a pretty good bowler, so I think this would work out for you. I'm good at bowling, good at dodgeball, but if it's me and him, it's like I can life granny death. bowl with BB-8. Granny bowl, well, like the bumpers? No, like in between my legs, like second position, and then I reach down with both arms and go, huh? Yeah, and like shove him in the right direction. I don't think that's gonna work as well. Nope, it's just launching not. him dodgeball style. I'd I'm probably saying. he's he's a smart droid though, so I could probably just tell him where to go. Don't you want one now? I think they sell them for like they do, and I almost got you one uh, shortly after this movie came out for. But Christmas. then you're like, we have two kids. Yeah, that you will not survive. I thought. Oof. Speaking of, we have an animatronic <laughs> cat now. This is for real. It's actually for seniors, but it's like not allowed to have a cat at your senior apartment complex. That's all right. Have this animatronic cat. It sits in your lap. It purrs on command. And if you scratch behind its ear, it'll even play dead. I mean, fall back and wait for you to scratch its belly. So, it, it basically. So, Operation Senior Cat. Yeah. First day was a rousing success. 
<laughs> the, the cat was named Lila. Lila. And then it's But our daughter was, has a speech impediment, so maybe was, she meant Lyra. We're not sure. Its neck was promptly broken, we think. Well, a second later, after she names the cat, she's like, I love my kitty cat. And we're like, that's great. We walk away, and then we hear its neck go with like a mechanical crack. And then she comes and she's like, I, mommy, um, where can I put Lyra? And like this poor cat is being held by its tail and it's twitching by the neck because she apparently like forced its neck to go in one direction. Like, look at me, kitty. This was a really fun digression. Glad we went there. So there's a lot of fan fiction online (laughs) um, about one of the biggest love stories in this film. The love story between Finn and Poe. A bromance. Two guys, you know, just like... I did feel like they were super into each other. They, you know, it's like two asteroids that shouldn't have met at all, but they just collide into each other. Finn remembered his first and last name, by the way, because when they were reacquainted, I don't even remember his last name, and he was like, Poe... You were asleep. Poe so-and-so, it's you, and I'm like... He helped him say... He saved his life. He just fell asleep. Poe chicken or man? I know you. I'm really excited. And I'm like, you are really Man, excited I love about you so things. much. I love your jacket. I love your eyes. Yeah. I love your breath. <laughs> <laughs> and Oscar's just like, it's cool, man. Just keep the jacket. It looks good on you. I don't need it back. You can have it. So, yeah, there's this whole thing like, what if they're going to be together? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, this is a progressive film. We have a female heroine warrior chick, so why not have... Warrior or warrior? No, like a warrior, not a warrior. <laughs> Oh, that's right. She doesn't worry. She's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Curly <laughs> <Girly> Sue. <sighs> Wait a second. Um, the one thing that I've been trying to bring it back to but we haven't had a chance to talk about yet, I don't understand something, and maybe you can help me. Go ahead. Why... Is Kylo Ren playing second fiddle to Harry Potter guy? Well, that I don't know because they're both new, brand new characters in this universe. So, because I can only assume. So the, the basically they've given us a puzzle that's missing a lot of pieces. Uh, Supreme Leader Voldemort, Voldemort Snoke, thank you, guy, huge hologram you know, dude is apparently like, uh, Kylo Ren's like his apprentice. No, and, but that's, I, but why? Huh? Why? 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 Because he's big and scary looking. But why does Kylo Ren need an apprentice when he's Darth Vader's grandson? Need to be an apprentice, that is. Well, because he's got emotional problems. He is unstable. Yeah. He still needs some uh, lightsaber skills, obviously. He got beat by Mary Sue yeah, he in did. the end. He was limping. Um, he got his face all scratched up. He's going to need somebody to help him with that. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. Like like I said, you're like asking me, like, so what does that mean? I'm like, I have no idea. This is the, <laughs> this is the first movie of a new trilogy. I'm excited to find out, though. Okay. Um, I don't know. About- like, you know, he was... He was apprenticing or whatever, apparently, with Luke Skywalker, and there was some kind of rift, and, and Kylo Ren murdered, like, it's like, 
It's like you, Skywalker was the teacher, and Kylo Ren was a once one of a bunch of students. It's like he and like a couple other dudes decided to murder everyone else. That was kind. Well, he's, he's kind. He's, Rewind. He's got emotional problems. He is a bit unstable. Just a bit. Speaking of his dad. Yes. Han Solo. Han. Han S. You fell asleep Hans? during his demise. Infamous offing. I'd seen it. You'd seen it. Yes. You were like, screw this. I don't want to see this again. He basically asks, would like, would you do anything? And and Han's like, yes. Would anything. you want Harrison Ford as your dad? Anybody is preferable to my dad, so yes. No, I'm not comparing your dad. <laughs> my dad as sucks. a dad, how good of a dad would Harrison Ford be? As Han or as the both. Ooh. Well then. Um, I bet you he's a better parent as Han than as he is as Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh whoa. Well, <laughs> Here's the problem. That's pretty bad because <laughs> I know his son in the movie just mur- went total psychopath and murdered a bunch I of people. Oh, I know. Sorry, Harrison Ford and Harrison <laughs> Ford's children. Wait, isn't his son? His son is like uh, he runs like a restaurant or something. Uh, maybe he's going to go murder a whole that. bunch of people. Like maybe. Oh, holy ass, Chrissy! That is very dark. So I bet you that Han Solo is a better dad than Harrison Ford because Han Solo's son murdered a bunch of people. And Harrison Ford, I mean, he's got to be a really shitty dad, apparently, to live with that. Okay, you have to keep in mind, it's me you're talking to. Nothing is ever that deep. So when I quickly and apparently erroneously made that decision... Here's what the bleep, bleep, bleep was going on in my head when I made it. I was like, "Eh." he's a movie star. He's not there, you know. No, not even. Are you ready? I go, well, Han Solo was like never there for his kid. And that's probably why his kid ended up so effed up. But like Harrison Ford crashed that plane onto a field in like Beverly Hills. That's like, that's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's not a very good dad. Much worse than, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe multiple he's, homicides. Maybe he's as good of a dad as he is a pilot, and that tells me that Han Solo might be a better dad. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out. Now that you explained it, it makes so much sense. <laughs> Backpedal on everything you just said. We we're like, how? And did you consider? Nope, I didn't. So. Clearly, the answer is Harrison Ford is were better you, dad than Han Solo. Were you surprised that he, he died? Did you know that he was going to die before you saw that scene? With the first, Originally, the first time when he didn't fall asleep? The first time I saw it, I was surprised. Yeah. I figured they had to, unfortunately, it's off somebody. It's a very Shakespearean because, to you. Yeah. Because I had heard that somebody doesn't make it. And I didn't know who. I really didn't know. You're like, I hope it's not BB-8. I love BB-8. Like somebody stabs him and he like just like. I think I would have been more upset. It's like if the dog dies in a movie. Like if the dog and not Independence Day. Are you thinking about that scene? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Boomer! Get out of the way, Vivica Fox! <laughs> I could give a crap out of Vivica Fox or even her kid at that point. Like I just wanted the dog to make it. I love it. Like like thousands of people would be like millions. Like there are a lot of people like murdered in that movie. I but know. like a dog were like Oh, 
No. It was important that Boomer made it. Boomer might not be alive today. It's been a long time. Well, I hope he appreciates it and he, you know, lives up to it in the sequel. Like, he better be, like... Boomer's not going to be in the sequel. It's been, like, 20 years. Damn it, It's like a 30-year-old dog. Damn it, Boomer. (laughs) (laughs) They should have retrofitted him, like, like RoboCop or something. Animatronic Boomer. Oh, my gosh. We already have the animatronic cat. Next up is animatronic Boomer. You're going to work this off, Boomer. You you survive. He's like Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. You survive so then that you can pay it forward, you know. So he's animatronic and he survives basically 30 years, including an alien war. And we put him in the hands of Brooklyn and in a day she breaks him. <laughs> but I digress. So. R.I.P. Han Solo. Oh, yeah, Han. So I knew that somebody got it. I just didn't know who. So when I saw it happen, I you were funny thing is by the way you guys um justin wasn't there for me to like say anything to about like oh my god this happened right but it was late at night so he was sleeping i was at a 10 o'clock show so he was at home sleeping and i thought how funny i I felt it i felt you feeling it like no i thought in in your in your heart i was like oh she just saw it i thought the one time that I'm like, oh, about something. Justin is sleeping. And usually it's the other way around. He's always like, stay awake, stay awake. You need to see this. And he wasn't there for that. And he was sleeping. But I digress. So, yeah, that was a surprise. It was not a welcome surprise. I was sad, even though I didn't know a ton about the history of Star Wars. I at least know that he's an incredibly valuable character to the franchise. So it was one of those things where it was like, but not Han. He was the cool one. So I love Kylo Ren. I love yeah, Han do. Solo. Yeah, you do. I love Ray. I love everyone. Who do you not like? I was just gonna say. I, I though I, I loved everyone. I mean, the only one that I was just like kind of I was okay to good was was Finn. But I mean, he was okay. He's good. Hence why I didn't have a ton to say about him. So here's the really important question of the podcast: BB Eight. Or R two D two choices. Oh man, why would you choices, do that to choices, me? Choices. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> or C three PO in his red arm? No one's gonna pick C three PO. Come on, why? let's be real. Because he because he's a he, he just bitches all the time. He's just complains. I don't know, man. Like I said, it the, it lends a lot to be able to you know launch BB eight at someone's face if you need. If you need to. True. I don't know. I'm still, still going to go with R2. Still fresh. I'm still going with R2. I loved BB-8, but I'm going with R2. He's the OG. R- R2 kind of set out this whole movie, basically, and then just like woke up all of a sudden at the end. So yeah, I know. I'm still kind of like, we're, me and R2 are on just like time out. But R2 has like PTSD. Uh, don't we all? We all have got like drama in our our he's, lives and our He's like history. the puppy dog who died at the soldier's grave because he laid there after his master was buried. What are you doing? Why do you have to bring? <laughs> I'm trying to stress the importance. I've got a very important R2's question. Position. So one of the biggest questions coming out of this movie is, and I want you to think about this really quickly and give me your first like. The first thing that comes in your head, okay? We can't even call it a gut impression, so a flighty impression, sure. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, okay. Who are Ray's parents? Go. 
Uh, I feel like my brain is flatlining. Come on, Chrissy. Come on. There's only been one other female in this whole thing, and that's... You can't even just, like, just throw out a name? Well, Leia, Princess Leia. You think Leia is her mom? Who do you think your dad is? I guess Han, unless some kind of freaky <laughs> shit's going on. <laughs> Han left. He's gone for a really long time. So Leia's her mom. So yeah. Leia's her mom, but that didn't come up at all in this movie. Like, even when they awkwardly hugged at the end. Like, sorry. Sorry that you just watched my husband die. I just don't By know. the way, hello. I just don't know who else her parents would possibly be because I'm not familiar enough with the franchise. I keep okay. saying that word, but it's true. Anyway, that's the biggest questions coming. One of the biggest questions coming out of this movie. There's a lot of like pointing to the fact that it might be Luke. Luke might oh. be her dad. Yeah, and then um, it can't be Luke and Leia's because that's just weird. <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> She'd have two heads, and you know, <laughs> she'd uh, be from like the uh, the doll arms. She'd from, be from like the deep south. <laughs> so, they're like, could she be Luke's? daughter i mean she could be luke's daughter she was obviously trained by luke at some point that's the whole insinuation right because he she's so good with the force she's great with the force she's, great with the force. she's curly sue with the force <laughs> she's curly sue <laughs> allison porter you're the only curly sue i love um and then there's also rumors she could be obi-wan kenobi's granddaughter also a good possibility people think that she is the daughter of the other dark-haired um, English uh, woman in this new Star Wars that's coming out, Rogue One, that I showed the trailer for. But then who's the mom? British. Huh? Who's the mom? The one I... Nobody knows. It's just... It's a guessing game at this point. Or she could be someone like totally... Like our parents could be someone we don't know at all. And, and Luke just trained her... There was a you know a huge thing with Kylo Ren. <laughs> he murdered a bunch of people. Yeah, that must have been awkward. She was stashed on this you know planet, and you know she was basically uh, biding her time, being perfect at everything. I guess on this planet. No, no, no. There, it can't be coincidental because she keeps talking about how her family is going to come back for her. Like they're going to come back and then eventually she has to be told like they're not coming back. Yeah. And there was a whole thing. Like she was basically bequeathed Luke Skywalker. <laughs> say that word again, Justin. What? Say that word again. Did I say bequeathed? Yes, you did. <laughs> I've had a lot of sangria. Bequeathed. The, the, the lightsaber of Luke Skywalker, the lightsaber of Darth Vader or whatever. So she's obviously really good with the force. I don't know if she's a Jedi, but, I don't know. Maybe she's your daughter, Chrissy. Oh, yeah, clearly. Maybe Brooklyn grows up. No. Clearly, any any spot of mine is going to be excellent with things that Brooklyn's involve hand-eye bon- coordination. She's going to go bonkers over this movie once we actually allow her to watch it. She will enjoy it. Although, um, she has the attention span of her mother, so I don't know what to tell you. Well, as long as she doesn't fall asleep. No, she'll just ping pong around the room like ADD behold your name is Brooklyn um so the other big thing is this whole movie was about the search for Luke Skywalker correct they finally find Luke Skywalker the right. end looking stoic were you like moist in your 
Now the regions are I like, I hate that word. You're like moist. Fuck you for saying that word. You're like, yes, they found Luke Skywalker. No, I was like, about he's, time. He's on this I'm random tired. mountain island. <laughs> just chilling. Actually, do you know what I thought? Chilling in the middle of nowhere. That's kind of what I thought. I was like, has he just been here the whole time? Like, has he been hanging out on this cliffside or whatever it is, and like just waiting for a helicopter to come by to notice him? Like, here I am, world. He's waiting. like, thank God you're here. Right? I was getting cold in my cloak. I actually just read a, uh, there was like an interview with J.J. Abrams where they talked about how Mark Hamill, who plays obviously Luke Skywalker, was very hesitant to be involved in this film in the way he was because I'm sure he probably read the script and he's like, he starts at page one. He's like, the search for Luke Skywalker. Good. Go on. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he like flips through. He's like, okay, where, where, like, where's, where's my lines? Where's, he, and then he gets to the last page. He's like, oh, okay. So you guys want me to stand on some rocks? <laughs> so, I mean, okay. could like, you know, like, could like Skype, Skype with someone like, like just like show my face with someone show my face like halfway through or like i would see now that now I, we're back to snl for kylo ren because i want to see like a, could an SNL do like a, fla- a flash forward or like a flash set could i could i appear in a lens flare in a lens flare yes yes you can no, the, but jj was like okay so <laughs> they search for the whole time <laughs> and then she lands on this random island it's really green it's mountainous she walks up to the very top she's got she's got this the lightsaber and she gets to this figure in a cloak. And it's you looking particularly old. He <laughs> looked like he was like constipated. Like he was just like. He forgot his Metamucil that day for sure. <sighs> but he looked tired. Well, obviously, a we, don't bit know cold. The, we don't know the backstory there. Like, no, we don't. <laughs> this very well be, could be the man that's like, finally. But like he someone, and Leia are twins. Why does she look 20 years younger than him? If it is his daughter, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know or he's like or he might know who she is because it's been a few years and he has alzheimer's or he knew he's like if somebody finds this island i know shit's about to go down that's probably yeah, what he's thinking i bet you that's what it he's is. like i'm constipated because she's here shit's about to go down i need to shave this beard i i need to make this happen right i need to battle the general snoke um, Valdemort monster. I'm, now. I'm glad you said that name again because in my head his name I'm, was Snope, which I'm, is too close to Snape. I've been and now we're back to skills on all these rocks. You know, I didn't see any kind of like hut or uh, hut. enclosure no, he's just or on the rocks. Basically, I mean that's bad. Talk about naked and afraid. He could write a book, Life on the Rocks, Life on the rocks. with Luke Skywalker. Oh, he just didn't look very happy. Nope, he didn't. He looked tired. Is he tired? Yeah. He had the bags under his eyes. Yep, a little bit. Anything else about Force Awakens we missed? Uh, no, other than the fact that it is, in fact, awake. There's space battles. There are space battles. Copious like space battles. Space battles. Lightsabering. I think they call them X-Wings. Ooh, where'd you learn that? I'm fancy now. Is that because we have the um, like the, the golden, golden books? books. <laughs> You haven't seen any of the movies. You've only read the Golden Books, right? It is helpful to have little Golden Books because Brooklyn will talk about something. She'll be like, she'll, I'll, I'll come home one day and she'll be like, Mommy, Mommy, you be Darth Maul. And I'm like, you go, oh, you want me to be Darth Maul? And she's like, yeah. And all I know about Darth Maul is from the Lego episode where he's like, awesome. 
So I basically walk around the house just saying, awesome. And I wear a hood over. Like I told my funny and not murderous in that one at all. Yeah. She's always wanted me to uh, be Darth Vader. I'm like, well, you know, he tries to murder his kids, right? I don't say that to her. I'm I just, just gave kidding. you this look like, please tell me you didn't say that to her daughter who's three. <laughs> no, I just walk around acting like I'm asthmatic, basically. I'm like, Brooklyn. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. <laughs> Pull up your pants. <laughs> what? No more snacks. <laughs> Wait a second. Pull up your pants. No more snacks. What's she been doing? Uh, Stuffing fruit bars and fruit snacks into her pants? Then pulling them back up. Well, you know she loves snacks, and she she, snacks. she will like Ocean's Eleven the whole pantry just to. She would. She absolutely would. But what about the pants part? <laughs> Our pants are always like sagging. Like she doesn't pull them up. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay. Oh well. Anyway. All right. So letter grade go. A. Wow. Wow. I almost didn't make it so high. What is, I guess Star Trek got like an A++ or something. Well, there's the objective grade and the subjective grade. Why? What? So objectively, it's an A. What's subjectively? B. <sighs> wow. Okay. Is it a movie that I would watch over and over again, like of my own free will? Oh, you will. No. No, you will. <laughs> I even wrote it here. <laughs> she will. She will. Exactly. So what's the second movie we watched and why? The Last Starfighter. What? <laughs> and as to why, maybe you should tell us why. Um, well, it has a lot, of, a lot of similarities to Star Wars The Force Awakens, if you think about it. So if you look at Rey, she's like stuck on this desolate planet of Jakku. You know, she's kind of be, been abandoned by life. She spends all her time um, with her uh, uh, space helmet, pretending she's in space battles, you know, scavenging for food. She's trying to survive, wishing that she could meet these people that she's only heard about in myths. Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, the Millennium Falcon. Similar to the main character in Last Starfighter, except he's basically playing a video game and, you know, wishing he could save the world and, you know, totally ignoring his girlfriend that totally wants to have sex with him at all times, apparently. But he's like, just wait, just wait. I want to play video games instead. Like every other man I've ever met in my entire life. So if anyone has never seen Last Starfighter, it came out in 1984. The IMDb tag or logline is a discouraged video game boy boy finds himself recruited as a gunner for an alien defense force. Yes. Yes. And that sounds somehow more plausible than the actual plot, which involves him living in a trailer village in like up Santa Clarita in Acton. And eventually what happens is he beats this 80s game that is only slightly better than like missile defense. And uh, after a while, the machine missile command. Thank you. Um, The machine starts talking to him and it's like, Hey, Hey, you the lost starfighter guy with the high score. Come on, come here, come here. And like he comes and um, some other really awesome, awesome guy comes and (laughs) written it down. Where's my notes? That would help. Centauri. Centauri comes and recruits him, and then he joins 
a different sort of force. The force out in space to defend um, an entire league of planets who are at th- at threat of being ruined by Zer. 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 So what did you think of The Last Starfighter? I really enjoyed it. What? Yeah. Is it because it was your biopic, apparently? It's not my biopic. Just because I grew up for a period of time in Santa Clarita. Living on the streets of Santa Clarita in the trailer park. But I didn't live in like that kind of a trailer park. It was like a nice double wide. In this, <laughs> in this movie, it seemed like it was like my, like totally segregated miles away from any kind of civilization. Well, because you know what? I actually looked it up on a map because of course I did. And it's in Acton. Do you know where Acton is? No. Acton is north of Santa Clarita on the way to Palmdale. So, oh, it, so it's not even Santa Clarita. No, it's like north of Santa Clarita. It's like in kind the of desert. The, yeah, it's Got more it. middle of nowhere. Um, but not totally. I mean, hey, Acton, represent. But you, but you feel you you were like you felt this 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 guy's journey because you lived it pretty much. Yes, I did. How did you know? I totally lived his journey, and I thought, and I have fought an interstellar war. I'm surprised he liked you so much. What did you like about it? I thought it was uh, campy and kitschy, and I like things like that in general. It mm-hmm. it keeps me interested. It keeps me awake. Yeah. Um, I I really loved having Robert Preston in the movie. Uh, oh man, was he a music man? He's the music man. He's the he's the OG music man. There you go. Yeah. So, I mean, it's funny because to be honest with you, right away, I didn't recognize him. Um, so I was watching, I remember even saying to you, I was like, how do I not know anybody in this movie? Like, what is this? And then I kept noticing and I was like, no, 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 no. I know him. I know him. I know him. And then finally I was like, wait a minute, this is the music man. So that was uh, uh, a treat. And also because he apparently based his uh, characterization of Centauri on his OG music man. So, parallel line. He did. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he did. In what way? Um, as a shyster, as a um, as a con man, basically, he was like, "Okay, so this guy is basically from this cut from the same ilk as Music Man. So that's how I'm going to play it." So imagine this movie came out when I was like four years old. Yeah. Watching a movie where the main character, a young person, who's very good at a video game, basically. <gasps> In case you can hear that, we are not in some sort of interstellar war ourselves. There's a helicopter flying. Finally, someone recognizes my talents. Justin beat the game. Yeah, so so he's super good at this game, and all of a sudden the game starts talking to him. Is like, by the way, we want to recruit you for you know for sp- our real life for our real life space battle. Yeah, like we're sending you a cab, basically. It wasn't even a cab though. It was this. What was it? It was like a converted Datsun. It was but like with an old man door. with like a, you know, a weird DeLorean like. Uh, yeah, it was a DeLorean esque sort of um, inner. So I'm like playing like Pitfall thing. and Donkey Kong. And somebody comes and is like, man, guess what? You're very good at Donkey Kong. How would you like to battle Donkey Kong? For real, and I'm like, I've got to be honest with you. I played Donkey Kong as a king to, as a kid too on the on the sign me up on the arcade game, <laughs> and I. I would have been freaked out if someone had been like, do you want to play Donkey Kong? But like for real, I'd be like, but hell no, I don't want an 800 pound gorilla that I have to throw barrels at. Like, are you kidding me? I'm not strong. You're an extremely good street fighter. Guess what? <laughs> you are replacing Chun-Li because she's out on leave. She had a little thing with Ken and now she's having a baby. She's on mat leave. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a video game where 
Here's the only video game that I would have been comfortable replacing anybody on would have been like claymates. Can you come and basically be like a puddle of clay and like we'll make things out of you and you can like swim in the ocean or like climb a fence? I'd be like, yeah, that's my speed. Mario Mario Kart. Make it happen. Anyway, I should remember as a little kid. I'm like, yes, this is awesome my dream let's make it happen and this is so justin's dream by the way but here's the, there are a few things that just stick out to me about this movie first of all the fact that they and, and again this is coming from somebody who has lived in a quote-unquote trailer park double wide we were classy folk but a trailer park why are they all outside all day long are they all best friends bffs they're well, literally all outside all the time well, because they live in a trailer park. I'm, the, 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 you know, <laughs> there's not a lot of room inside. Right. There's a super cool, awesome arcade game outside. True. I don't know. You and, know. And, and, I don't know. Who knows, really? But they were all BFFs. There's some nice gardens that to tend to. And the main character, Alex, uh, the actor is basically like doing his best Kirk Cameron impression. It <gasps> show me that smile again. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. <laughs> I was waiting for more. I was totally rocking out over here. <laughs> but I didn't get more. So I, a whole time, I, whenever I took notes, I was like, so not Kirk Cameron says blah, blah, blah. And I even asked you a stupid question about um, the female character in this. Uh, I was like, is that Amanda Pete? And you were like, no, Chrissy. This came out in 1984. There's no way that's Amanda Pete. In 2007, a musical based on The Last Starfighter was performed as part of the New York Musical Theater Festival. <gasps> How did I miss this? Wouldn't that be awesome? I would totally watch that. <laughs> You're the last starfighter. Right? All the starfighters died. Now you got to save us. You know, Let's one of my favorite parts about this movie was the the weird subplot on back on Earth at the trailer park where they left the, you know, Alec, so, Alex B. Alex two, Alex number two. Yeah. So so the true story because I liked this movie enough that I did a, a minimal amount of research after we watched it. Apparently, it turns out that there weren't any plans to make all these extra scenes. One of your favorite parts of the movie with Beta. What? Yeah. No. I know. But apparently in um, Thank God. in a test run with a test audience, the one scene with Beta being Alex too being confused did so well that they were like, let's... <laughs> was it where he took his head off in front no, of his kid brother? No, no, no. That was all... Because they were like, let's make more scenes. And was so it where he was like hanging outside in the dark and his... Uh, was supposed to be his girlfriend is like, you know, have sex, like... Why would you have sex with me? Pretty much any scene where he's in a group of people. He's po- I mean, he's got a very nice looking girlfriend for living in a trailer park. Uh, yeah, she's hot. And so not only does Alex A like spurn her advances to play a video game, Beta Alex, who's not even playing the video game at all, is like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, so they made a whole bunch of scenes with Alex her tongue too. in my ear? And apparently at this point, he was already done with filming, so he'd like cut his hair, look totally different. So his hair looked really weird. So they gave a him wig. a shitty wig. They were like, come back, here's a shitty wig. We want you to film extra scenes as Alex too. And apparently also he was um, like really, really, really sick. 
So they brought him back though, and he was super pale and frail and sick. So they put on. A what was he ton, sick with? I don't know, but they put on a ton of makeup on him. So that's why he looks so weird with the wig and the makeup. And he's like, "I'm back." But they're like, "This works. It's not even for you. It's like beta, Alex. So it's fine. Just go with it." So not only was his character Alex B in the movie um, being sexually harassed by Alex A's girlfriend. Yes. He was being, uh, like, attacked and stuffed by this alien sent from space that kind of looked like um, he looked like a penis. His head looked like the top of a pe- It was a dickhead. It was like a dickhead, dickhead. alien. He, he had anyway, I kind of felt bad. I was like, I was like, I know, like, the main plot is up in space and, like, Tron, like, computer land. Like, yeah. When it wasn't showing their face in like a cockpit, it's like an actual video game. I was like, I kind of prefer, uh, you know, Alex Baydon, you know, yeah. fighting with the dickhead monsters and his, you know, his, his, his girlfriend that wants to uh, rape him basically on Earth. Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, you know, And all the guys in the pickup truck, you know, there's... Like, oh, man, I can't even with them. Um, I enjoyed once Alex, as in actual Alex... Got up to space and uh, was hanging around on the on what's the, it's a planet called Rylan, Ryla, Rylar. I can't remember. I didn't write it down. Rylos. Rylos. I know how to riot it. Uh, when he got on Rylos, especially in the beginning, when apparently he couldn't speak the language and everyone was like bleep bloop bloop bleep bleep, and then he got some sort of chip that allowed him to understand everybody, and they're like, "But we're not speaking English. Your chip allows you to understand us." But does the chip allow him to speak their language? Because I was curious about that. I was like, well, wait a second. Hold on. What's he doing? Is he speaking? I don't know. I get lost in, in the details. I really do. And you're laughing at me. Shut up. <laughs> like they're all up in space. Yeah. There's like dickhead monsters everywhere. <laughs> and Christy's like, got some Rosetta Stone like issue. <laughs> <laughs> Rosetta Stone issue? It's kind of true. Guilty as charged. Uh, and I love that they had an entire fleet of people who were going to be starfighters. And then, of course, because Zar uh, rules it for everybody, uh, he's effectively, literally, the last starfighter. I think there should have been, a, a, you know, more films with... I mean, he took his girlfriend to space with him. Imagine, Again, yeah. Imagine, like... We lived in the trailer park. We've been dating a long time. Okay. You were trying to like rape me all the time, but I was like, hey, I'm really into this game. I disappear. So basically like the first five years you, of our You found out a sub is like an alien and that I'm fighting space battles. Then I come back in my spaceship and I'm like, hi, Chrissy. By the way, I'm kind of like the shit in space now. So want to come with me i mean show me your fire blossom move and the answer is yes fire blossom move <laughs> what the hell <laughs> we're in the wrong video game no, we're not we're in street fighter no what was it? it definitely has the word blossom in the title but fire blossom <laughs> move blossom. <laughs> sounds like some kind of weird Porn or something. No, you have your phone. Google it. The name <laughs> I am the- not Googling Fire Blossom Move. <laughs> I'll show you my Fire Blossom Move. So- the answer is yes, Justin. I will go in space with you. 
and live as your queen and you know well the, she did clearly. i'll be last no I'm, I'm asking what you would do what i would do yeah i mean if it's that or the trailer park i'd be like peace out trailer yeah. park <laughs> later moms bye um but wait a minute we have to talk about what that if it's not fire blossom the whatever blossom move lotus blossom i don't know the blossom is definitely in the title of the move what are you talking about you're a fan of this movie you don't know what i'm talking about the fire blossom move yes or something blossom move i haven't seen until we just watched i hadn't seen this movie in like 15 years well i hadn't seen it never so there's no excuse I don't remember the fire blossom move. Okay. If you can explain it to me, maybe a little jump. So they ta- they allude to it once he gets up in space about like, this is the button and it has a case on it. And when you press it, like basically all hell breaks loose and it's like your final defense mechanism to beat everybody in the game or not in the game, in space. and to Oh, it's like that code on Contra. And yeah, and then she, he, he was like, but how do we know if it works? And they were like, well, we don't. We've never had to do it before. Might overload the system for all we know. Hey, shits and giggles, but give it a shot. And then he does. And then it basically is like him in a drought risk of spinning in a circle, just shooting every gun oh, he has. Oh, okay. I just call it like they, he like spins around like really fast and somehow shoots everybody. I'm pretty sure it's called the fire blossom or something blossom. Wow. <laughs> I think they should retitle that move. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do my fire blossom move now. They'll never see it coming. <laughs> it's kind of an effective way to thwart your enemy. Anyway, this was a very campy, like, you know. Yeah, it was. Strange. I so enjoyed it. Space move. Hey, did you see Tron? No, you didn't no, see Tron. I haven't seen Tron. I enjoyed this more than The Force Awakens. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> Crucify me now. I'm sorry. Don't bring Jesus into this. <laughs> see, see, like the last Starfire vest better than Force Awakens. I did. Wow. Well, it's funny. They've been um, apparently Steven Spielberg tried has been trying to buy the rights to remake this forever. Yeah, it's been like twenty years they've been talking about doing this. But the writer or something is like, no, Steven Spielberg. No. No. And by that, the writer's like, pay me, Steven Spielberg. Pay me. I don't think it's about money. I think it's about like, like, Ego? okay, like you can, okay, you have the rights, but I have to write and direct and produce and Come edit. And, like, he wants to Barbara Streisand this thing. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, maybe. obviously it hasn't happened yet. So it's got to be some kind of weird reason why it has happened. I think Seth Rogen was a big fan of this movie. He was trying to do the same thing. Do you know? I, I think, think he's actually like, Seth Rogen is doing a TV series kind of like. When you read the plot lines for it, it's like, oh, he's doing The Last Starfighter. It's like... Do you know what I think another reason why I'm a fan of this movie? What? It was ahead of its time. Whereas... All oh, the dickhead aliens? Yeah, clearly. No, um, just just everything. I mean, think about the technology that we had available to us in 1984 uh, and what we were able to do typically. So this... I, I mean, this was on par with any other highly technological movie of its day just to make the ship alone and have it do that fire blossom move. Like you're obsessed with this fire blossom move. I mean, do you know how much time that took? <laughs> just to spin around. Yeah. It's like, if you have like, so, so you're in like uh, the walking dead and you have a gun. Oh boy. You're like, okay, Chrissy, watch this. This is my fire blossom move. And like, I just start spinning, like spraying bl- bullets everywhere. Basically it's a smart move. <laughs> I like it. I would get dizzy and like fall down. How do you think I went in hunting in Oregon Trail? I'll give you a hint. It was my oh, hands. Space bar, space bar, space bar spinning. Basically. 
the fire blossom moving the orange tree. <laughs> I was the OG fire blossom. Forget the last starfighter. It was me in my fourth grade but you class. You usually needed two different people. You need someone to, to work the um, the arrows and then someone to work the, the space bar and to perfectly time it so you hit it the was bears helpful to have well it was helpful to have a partner if they were good if they weren't it was a real big pain in the ass because you were like move no left no left no left give it to me and then you haven't you seen the last starfighter clearly not <laughs> so what was so wait so wait you gave force awakens an a objectively just give it one like so, damn great. Well, Chris. fine. Then I'll give it an A minus. So if it's on a Monday, an a a I would give oh, it a bite me. So between an A and a B, because subjectively on Chrissy time it's a B, but on normal time I get it. It's a good movie, so it's an A. So it's an A minus. Depending on what time zone I'm in when Shut I'm watching up. it. So wait, what does that mean? You get the last Starfighter. Objectively, it's like a B. Subjectively, it's an A. It's reversed. Ha. <laughs> So let's get that on record that Last Starfighter is basically one of Chrissy's favorite movies we've ever talked about on the podcast. It's not. But I liked it. They need to reboot it and put you in. (gasps) You could be the hero. You could be the Ray of the Last Starfighter reboot. So do do I get to be like the alien who helped him come to Anyway, she was a huge fan of like Luke Skywalker and the Millennium Falcon. And then they like picked her and she's like, wait a minute. I get to fight with you guys you like me like you Alex. really like me yeah she's like i've been playing this game in my trailer park forever i'm a mary sue let's do this rocket i will be the mary sue of the last starfighter you know what chrissy what you would because of the the fire blossom move and because of the allegory to my tra- trailer park lifestyle <laughs> it's like the streets basically yeah basically it's, it's like eight mile i get him i get him <laughs> Let's go eat at IHOP on Soledad Canyon. <laughs> the gangs of Sioux Plantation. The gangs of Sioux Plantation. It's on in Valencia. Cool. Cool. All right. What do we have next, Justin? What's coming up next time on the podcast? I don't know, man. I'm just living moment by moment, <laughs> drinking my sangria. Yep. You're dying to eat those apples, but you can't because of the crunch factor. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be epic. Um. But yeah, hopefully we can keep up this this pace. This breakneck pace Chrissy's, that we're on. Chrissy's falling asleep everywhere, saying she's not. I have to post evidence. I haven't watched TV in what feels like a million years because it Game takes of Thrones forever is to watch coming a movie. Up. Maybe we can do a Game of Thrones related episode. You talked about that before. Yeah. All right. I love Game of Thrones. I know you do. Maybe we can watch a Game of Thrones. <gasps> Maybe we can have a Game of Thrones no. podcast. Yeah, you're like, please no. No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you can find Chrissy on Twitter. At Chris Winters with a K. Send her nothing but um, funny YouTube videos and... I like those. Complimentary uh, tweets. And if you have a way to, to get better from a month-long cold, I want to hear your best ways to thwart viruses Send and illnesses. multiple Z-packs and... Um, this is never-ending. Essential oils... Sure. I'll take anything at this point. Anyway. I sound like Gollum. I know. I think my like I just Should like, we should we one, end on a schnuffle? One, one nostril works at a time, basically. <laughs> this is tons of fun. We sound delicious. Anyway. All right. See you on the flip side, I guess. Also tweet Justin Winters at Justin Winters, not just me, because he's important people, yo. I'm not. <laughs>
Yeah, he That's is. Cool. He's the whole podcast. What? <laughs> you're the you're the Mary Sue of this podcast. Oh see. no no no! <gasps> it's like you. I'm the Marianne up, of this it's podcast. It's like you walked up on me. Look, look, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like I'm in my cloak. Uh oh. You walk up. I'm like. So you smell the fart? That's your face. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I got it. All right. So Marianne and the ginger of this podcast will be back next week. I got it. We're good. Great. Bye. (laughs) Bye.